You're listening to the Ricky Long Podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Ricky Long Podcast. Uh, kind of a feature episode. We're going to be talking all about uh, me and my new role with uh, the fitness group. Um, so yeah, that's what the podcast is going to be about. I'm going to give you a quick couple of things just right at the start. And then a couple of days ago at the time of recording, I think it was Friday, whatever day Friday was, day Friday was of December, I put it out on Instagram story and there was quite a number of questions from people. Um, so yeah, we'll just kind of do them. I haven't written down notes. I've written down five things which I'm going to open with uh, and then I'm going to go straight into questions. Short podcast. Uh, what I'll start and probably finish the podcast with is just... Um, giving you just an overview of what the job is and how it can benefit you. So I am working as a tutor for the fitness group and I'm tutoring level two, <laughs> pause my crap, level two, level three and sports massage students. So the courses you need to become a gym instructor, I'm the guy signing that off. The course you need to be a PT, I'm the guy signing that off. And then sports massage as well. Causeway, I'm working. <laughs> it's cause I'm talking, it's cause I'm talking. There's nobody else in the house. Um, I'll probably come into that as well, probably in there. So the first thing I'm gonna do is talk about the five things I'm enjoying. I'm recording this on Sunday the 19th of December. I think I've been doing it since like the first week of November. And I could have jumped in and done a podcast like this earlier and then thought to myself, no, I'll wait a while so as I can just give it a little bit more, a little bit more information. And probably all the information I'm gonna give you in this podcast, I could probably have waited another six weeks and give you even more information. What I have a view of doing is bringing in experts from the fitness group to interview on the podcast. You know, the, the other tutors with more experience than me working for the company, um, the, the managers of the company, the, the directors of the company, um, and just having those types of chats and conversations. And then the benefits this will have for you guys, the, the listeners of the Ricky Long podcast, <coughs> excuse me, is you can get discount on fitness courses and potentially I could, would be your tutor. So if that doesn't sell it to you, I don't know what else will. Um, right, what courses do you do? Quick overview, level two, level three, sports massage, I've already spoken about it. They do kettlebells, they do uh, indoor cycling, first aid, pre-postnatal, there's mental health awareness. Um, there's probably more courses than that, but they're kind of like the, the core ones. And with my, I'm gonna word this carefully, with my introduction into the company, um, I have a view of potentially running a few different types of courses and products for them as well. What I want to start with, five things I'm enjoying about the role. Bear in mind, I'm only six weeks in and it's five things I'm enjoying. These are five positives. I could have done five things I'm not enjoying about the role, but let's be honest, if I brought five negative things into this, depending on who listens to it, it just wouldn't be a good outcome for anyone, either customers of the fitness group, other staff members, or me, more to the point. Right, five things that I am enjoying. Thing number one, working with new fitness professionals. So this is bringing people in to either do their level two or potentially their level two, three combined, so they want to be personal trainers. Now, I really enjoy this. I've always enjoyed working with fitness professionals and developing fitness professionals 
the majority of my work and my 16, 17 year career has all been working with current fitness professionals. Uh, what this has allowed me to do is work with people who are brand new into the industry and you can have different conversations with these people. So for example, it's more so why are you now coming into the industry? Why do you want this qualification? What do you intend to do with it? And then what that allows me to do is from a very, very early stage of their qualification is I can start directing analogies to suit them to help their understanding. Because essentially what the qualifications are, they're you know, portfolios, their assessments, practical assessments, but how these uh, men and women then go on in the industry can be very, very different depending on what they want to do. So if I can, in the tutoring phase, make an analogy that works for what their kind of vision is at that time, it can be really, really beneficial for them. And I really, really enjoy that. Uh, number two, giving my experience, I've done a lot in the fitness industry and I still have a lot to do. <laughs> I've been the PT, I've been the group fitness instructor, fitness manager, sales, sales manager, um, I've worked receptions, I've done pool, I've been the gym manager, I've been the gym owner, um, I've worked in big corporate places, I've worked in small independents, I've done a lot in the fitness industry since I started kind of unofficially at the age of like 15, 16. Um, Therefore, I have a lot of experience both with working with different types of people in terms of like staff and colleagues and different types of members. So I've worked with um, big elite athletes. I've worked with really, really good amateur performance people. I've worked with people just there to lose weight. I've worked with people who want to lose a lot of weight. I've worked with people who are maybe doing like some sort of GP referral. So uh, GP refer for those who aren't aware, that's where the doctor says, right, you've high blood pressure, you've diabetes, go to the gym, use exercise as a way of making yourself better. It's like prescribe exercise instead of prescribing a vaccine. <coughs> Topical. So I've done that, I've got those qualifications, and I do enjoy just giving those experiences, and again, a lot of analogies come into that. Um, I wouldn't ever say I sit here and I know it all because I definitely don't but what I do know is the profile of the majority of typical gym members I've had those conversations with the, the typical styles of gym members that you would get in any gym in the country number three um, working with existing fitness professionals now these are people who already have a level two or already working in the fitness industry and are maybe just transferring over to personal training or indeed sports massage. So this is different to working with the new fitness professionals as I kind of alluded to. What you get to chat to these people about is what are they already doing in the fitness industry? Why are they retraining and exactly what it is, you know, their reasons for doing that or why are they upskilling or reskilling? And I really enjoy that just because that's what I've done for the last 10, 15 years. As I said, I've been working with existing fitness professionals. That involves me, dare I say it, to have a level of conversation of a little bit more hands-on experience to what the new fitness professional would have. And, you know, I don't, I don't mean that in a positive or a negative way. It's just a higher level of understanding of the fitness industry, potentially. Number four, uh, really enjoying working with a team who also want to help fitness professionals. I'll be honest with you, see being a tutor in the fitness industry 
compared to other industries. There's a lot, um, what am I trying to say? There's a lot less benefits, there's a lot more pressure, and there's less help out there from like governing bodies or anything like that. Um, so what I'm trying to say is every single person who works with us in the team in the fitness group, if they so chose, they could go and get a quote-unquote job that pays more, a bigger job, jobs with more opportunities, jobs with whatever. And that's just how the fitness industry is. So I've had plenty of rants on the podcast about how jobs in the fitness industry, when you compare these jobs to jobs outside of the fitness industry, um, it doesn't really balance up. And the fitness industry always gets a bad name, always like the bottom rung. Um, you, you can see it now in government, then the VAT deals are doing for companies and the business rates, the health industry, gyms and all that are right at the bottom. So that's just a, a quick example. Having said all that, the team we're working with, all really, really good. And this is another reason why I didn't want to do this podcast like six, seven weeks ago. I was, I was scouting what my colleagues were like to see if like they were hot or not. And they're all hot. They're all pretty damn hot. Um, I'm not going to name drop any of them because uh, that would be favoritism and Ricky Long being Ricky Long. I would forget like two or probably just one person and then this podcast will go live this week and I'll just get in trouble for that for like, um, what would that be? Wouldn't be harassment, wouldn't be bullying. Um, I'd just get in trouble for being shit. So I'm not going to do that uh, but I do generally like working with a lot of them and just to give you a little idea of the dynamics is we've got tutors based all around the country. I think we've got two in London, we've got one in Birmingham. Um, we've got one, two, three. We'll call it three in Glasgow, including myself. Um, we've got ops managers, we've got the team manager. As I said before, we've got directors, we've got HR, we've got student support. Um, and we've even got a tutor, uh, well, yeah, me as well, uh, <laughs> Remus. He has been a saviour to me because as I come in, which I'll come to in a second, when I come in into my specific role, he was really good. We did a couple of really, really long Zoom calls. And Remus is actually based in Romania. I shitteth you not. So he used to live and work in Glasgow. Um, then he moved back home at some point and kept on working for the company. Which brings me on to point number five. Things I'm enjoying. Sports massage. Raised a few eyebrows when I posted on social media, said I was going to be doing tutor and sports massage. People were like, how, how can you do sports massage? You don't do sports massage. Well, as it happens, I've been qualified in sports massage since 2006. And I did practice sports massage for at least the first, like, reg, practice regularly, like two, three times a day in my first 18 months, maybe two years of working in the fitness industry. Now, I'll admit, since then, I've been very hands-off, um, but what sports massage does for any fitness professionals out there, like PTs, once you understand how muscles work and connect and how altering foot placements, altering hand placements can really influence how muscles recruit, it makes you a better personal trainer. And there's no doubt in my mind that doing sports massage, even for as little time as I did, really, really helped me become a personal trainer and get the results which I've always got and continue to get. Um, I'm also doing a little bit of practice in the club. I'm keeping it very, very hush-hush. I'm not doing it to um, as a business opportunity or money or anything. I'm just doing little bits and pieces 
with other members of staff, students. We're also connected to a gym, so with a couple of the, those guys and girls. And the reason for that is, well, in my eyes, I shouldn't really be tutoring something that I'm not actively doing myself. Um, so I'm kind of reacquainting myself. I'm reacquainting myself with the human body. <laughs> and you can um, think what you want about that. So the five things I'm enjoying, working with new fitness professionals, working with existing fitness professionals, giving my wealth plethora of experience, working with a team who also want to help fit pros, and I'm enjoying doing sports massage again. All right, let's jump into the questions from the Instagram. So I'll put something up, which I think red, I've got it here. I'm recording a solo podcast tomorrow. What questions about my job and role with the fitness group would you like me to chat about? I'm not going to call out names. I'll just go through the questions. Um, <laughs> do you like it? Uh, yes, on a whole, I do do like it. And really, um, excited is not the right word. Excited is a bit of an, an empty word. Um, I am looking forward to doing some live courses in the new year once we're allowed. Right now, it's, you know, the majority of it's all online, so I'm looking forward to doing the live stuff. Honestly, that's where I'm going to be best, like standing in front of a room with 10, 20 people who are there to learn about fitness. I, I'm going to love that. Um, are you doing sales? Are you on commission? <laughs> the next question is closely linked to this. Uh, no, I'm not on sales. It's not part of my role. Um, however, if you are interested in doing any courses, not only can I get you the best possible price, um, will do me a solid favor or like if the business says, oh, you know what, he, he's a tutor, but he's also got loads of people who want to do courses. Um, obviously, like uh, improve my value, you'll get a better price for your course. The business will get another student. You'll get qualified. So everybody would wins. Um, so I'm doing sales. No, the next one is any discounts. So there isn't a, like a flat rate of discount. For a course that you know the the staff get, there's not like staff discount is what I'm trying to say. I've never worked in like retail or anything where staff discount being a proper thing. That's why I really struggle to say that sentence. And um, just depending on what the overall business's business plan, like their profit and loss P and L strategic planning for the year, what their forecast is, they'll have different courses at various times of the year which they might be able to discount more than other, just like any educational business would. Um, so, so for example, right now at the time of recording this, in fact, the week before, so before the time of recording this, they had a first aid course going in Glasgow and we were able to do 20% off that. Now, I know there's going to be another first aid course in the first quarter of next year. Right now, I'm not aware of any discounts available on that. So that's just a, a quick flash example for you. Um, how does it feel to be employed? That is a continual transition. I haven't been employed for, oh, well, if you count the three weeks I did, sorry, three weeks, three months I did with David Lloyds in 2017. I haven't been employed since 2017. Before that, you're probably going back 2013, 14 with Simply Class, which was a small, very well-run independent. Whereas obviously David Lloyd is a bigger corporate. Um, so how does it feel to being employed again? Um, good, because the way we work as a team, whilst it is like quote unquote nine to five, you know, clock in, clock out, you also have that autonomy just 
do, do, do your job. So if you need more hours to do your job, you need to work outside the nine to five, you can do that. Um, if, if you need slightly longer, say in the afternoon. So for example, I would, I would obviously work Causeway when I'm doing my work from home days. You know, we only get the 30 minutes for your lunch, but if you need longer to take that, you just do it. And then at another part of the day, you'll do as you'll do your extra work that you've missed out. Um, so do enjoy that, the circumstances. And it, it's the only reason why I would have come back in the employment is A, if the job role, the purpose of the job excited me, which it does, and B, if it's not black and white, clock in, clock out, nine to five. You know, there has to be that little bit of give and take. Um, next one, what are you doing? Tutor, I was going to say tutor and assessor, but I suppose I am. Tutor, yeah, tutor, level two, level three, sports master. I think I've said that already. Uh, what's the difference between level two and level three, Jim? Good question. If you're not in the industry, why would you know that? Level two gym is your license to be a fitness instructor, a gym instructor on the gym floor. You can deliver inductions. You can deliver programs for client, for gym members, um, and you'll be responsible for the health and safety of the members of the gym. That are kind of the basic principles of that rule. And you do your level three after you've done your level two. You can't do your level three without your level two. And your level three is your PT license. So that's your license to work with a client over a period of weeks, months, years, and take them on program after program um, to do strategic planning with them, goal setting with them, um, and get them a result. I was going to keep going there, but I've answered that really well. <laughs> I'm laughing at this next one. What power do you have? I have the power to giveth, level twoth, and level threeth, and sports massageeth certificates to people in exchange for bribes, in exchange for people completing their work in their correct format. Anyway, uh, to the nearest one hundred million, how much are they paying you? Well, I will tell you this. It's closer to 100 million than any other 100 million. So, there you go. Uh, same person's asked this. <laughs> will you still be doing it in five years? I will still be working and developing fitness professionals in five years. And say that with relative amount of confidence because it's just it's my lane. And it's what I've been doing for the last 15 years. So, it's fair to assume I'll still be doing it in five years. But, don't know. Um, the way the, the world's going right now um well probably i'll be kicked off the planet for not you know having the 75th vaccination booster uh will you <laughs> will you finally be able to get rid of some of the shit instructors in the industry and <laughs> um, was that the same person who asked that what power do you have now um will you finally be able to get rid of some of the shit instructors in the industry no i think the industry will get rid of the shit instructors in its own good time and that's all i've got to say about that um will i say more right the shit instructors are only shit from your vantage point from your viewpoint and it depends what your criteria of an instructor and what a good instructor is and what a shit instructor is um so yeah i'm a little bit i don't know i giggled at the start of that question um because i do know the person who asked it 
but it is something that listen if there is a genuinely bad shit fitness instructor out there the best thing he or she needs to do is upskill themselves and get mentored so if you're a good fitness instructor and you see a shit fitness instructor in your eyes help them either you help them or direct them to someone who can help them um that's what's going to make the fitness industry better not actually getting rid of shit instructors what will make the fitness industry better is if we upskill all instructors continually forever Lastly, the value of a first aid course, and this is a little bit tongue-in-cheek. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was forced, forced against my will to do a first aid course, and I cannot tell you how many first aid courses I've done in my 15, 20 years in the fitness industry. I cannot tell you how much I hate doing first aid courses. I cannot tell you how boring first aid courses can be. This first aid course wasn't. The guy who took it was very, very funny very very engaging and he knew nobody wanted to be there and he kind of put his hands up at the start and said i know you don't want to be here you only come here because your work's telling you to do it um all right first aid courses it is not legal for a pt to have their first aid qualifications what some gyms do is they insist their freelance staff have a first aid qualification and their staff have a first aid qualification which I first and foremost commend. I think it's really, really important. But because it's not legal, I 100% think the employer, even if you're a freelancer, should be paying for that. So I was really pissed off two weeks ago when I had to do a first aid course to do a job that I've been doing for a long, long time. And then I had to pay for the privilege of doing that first aid course, even though I've done several first aid courses in my life. And because of this job, because of the qualifications I need to do this job, because of my experience with first aid courses, I'm actually qualified to take first aid courses, but just because my current first aid certificate had expired, I still have to go and do a first aid course. But enough about me, back to the question, what is the value of a first aid certificate? Last for three years, but not just for when you're doing a PT session in the gym floor, or you're doing a gym induction, or you're teaching a class, or you're the gym staff on, on reception or whatever. It's for everything. So you'd be walking through Tesco's, somebody could drop, you could be in the shop, uh, you'd be in a restaurant and somebody chokes, um, you could be walking up some steps and somebody falls and gets an open fracture in your leg and what a first aid qualifications or certification will essentially do. The job of first aid or a first aider is to preserve life. And if you have a little bit of experience in that, I would rather, if I hurt myself, I would rather somebody with a little bit of experience in first aid training dealt with me rather than someone who's just watched the Vinnie Jones Stand Alive advert that used to be on TV. So there there you go, there's there's my two cents for it. Um, I won't hold back, hate first aid courses. I'm already like, I'm in, I'm, I'm in less than three years credit before I have to do another first aid course. And you know, hopefully at that point I'm tutoring these first aid courses and I can just do it myself. I'd literally do it within 20 minutes and then go home. Ha <laughs> ha, cheek this system because that's what i'm about i'm here to make life easier for fitness professionals and by easier for fitness professional i mean easier for me fitness professional all right that's this podcast done it is the 19th of december i don't see myself doing another podcast this year i've uh, got a couple of different things i want to be doing in my own personal business so we've got uh two things happening with project me and we're also doing another fitness business 
mastermind early 2022 and it's not going to be january it's not going to be by now starting the first of january none of that it's going to be a little bit later on because well it's just where i'm at and i'm going to be taking some time off over christmas and what's really nice is normally i spend the whole so normally every january i have like a boot camp starting so about numerous jump 4.2s i've got project me um i've had fitness business masterminds all starting in january and this january i don't have anything like that starting and that's nice because as a result of it starting in January, I would have normally spent the whole of December building it, designing it, filming videos, writing content, websites, landing pages, uh, sales funnels, email sequences. Don't have to do any of that. I'm going to enjoy taking a couple of weeks off over Christmas um, and spending my first Christmas with my dog. Causeway! Hiya. <laughs> yeah, so there'll be a um, couple of things to look out for in the new year. There's no buy now for that. There's no email list to jump onto. Just keep an eye on the social. That's it. That's me. That's Ricky Long Podcast. That's 2021. And I'll see you in 2022. You are listening to the Ricky Long Podcast, where international fitness entrepreneur Ricky Long answers your questions and interviews fitness leaders on training, nutrition, and mindset. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes.